Hello, I'm Stuart Devine, and welcome to It's Not All Bad. To say this has been an interesting week is an understatement. Actually, an interesting past couple of weeks, it's been truly eventful for sure. One that you can't help but take notice. I mean, we've had you know, Supreme Court nominee and Katanji, I should say, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, subjected to all kinds of um, um, sexist and um, racial uh, tropes. It's really just horrible to watch. Um, but, but, but let's take a look at some of the things that are going on that may be on a positive take, right? Uh, for example, the unemployment rate. Recall that a year ago, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported the unemployment rate at around 15% in March 2020, then around 6% in 2021, and at 3.6% in March 2022. I mean, this is just good stuff. This is just good news. But, 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 according to the same bureau, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, $1,000 today only has the buying power of roughly $942, similar to that in March of 2021. And what about the residential real estate? Many homeowners, I mean, they are so pleasantly surprised that home prices have appreciated even up to 20.3% for the period of January 2021 to February this year. At least that's according to Zillow. And by the way, that's actually shown in other kinds of uh, statistics as well from other reporting agencies. However, there is a drawback here because there also has been an increase in interest rates. There's high inflation, steep increases in gas prices at the pump. And believe me, we have all seen and experienced that. And not to mention the whole health care crisis that, um, cost that we see. It still left thousands of people out of the dream of home ownership. Still, even the COVID-19 pandemic is showing statistical signs of trending in the right directions with sharp decreases in hospitalizations, infection rates. Oh, it's great. And yes, decrease in deaths. That's right. The sun still rises in the east and sets in the west, at least for the most part, and at least for most people. And sometimes that's only metaphorically speaking, especially if you're in some situations in some countries around the world. Also, we have wonderful successes in the LGBTQ rights in the U.S. and in some other countries around the world. And this is something that should be celebrated. Although this is being eclipsed by strong elements in our society to mitigate these successes and to push the LGBTQ community back in the closet with ugly stigmatizing legislation. It seems to always be good, but it's always sort of counterbalanced with some other kind of horrible things. Now, whatever gains are made in whatever categories of life, whether it be in healthcare, assisting the homeless, successes in human rights, advances in alternative, in alternative energy, technological advances, there's always something that keeps us humans off kilter as a species. Well, of course, you don't have to look any further than going across to Eastern Europe, right? Okay, the current war in Ukraine. We're not going to get into detail about that, but the seemingly strong regression of liberal democracies around the world is under assault, increases in natural and man-made disasters, keeps us guessing about the future and asking what other surprises are just around the corner, keeping us up at night. Then comes relief in television and cinematic entertainment. Yes, the movies. These are vehicles in which we all can relax and view our favorite genre of movies and television shows. Hey, hey, who doesn't enjoy escapism by watching movies with themes of comedy, action, science fiction, romance, nature, and even an informative documentary every now and then? 
Then we have the annual ritual of recognizing entertainment's world's entertainment elite of players or actors and actresses, cinematographers, directors, and many more with the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences Oscar Awards. Most of the world knows this drill all too well every year. Escape into watching Academy members of usually very wealthy individuals and they vote amongst themselves to determine who will receive an Oscar for Best Actor and Actress, Best Picture, Best Screenplay, Best Director, and Best, well, you get the idea. Supposedly, they're best at everything. Because, why? They're famous, right? Is that it? They have fame, they have money, notoriety, and therefore, somehow, they're held on this high pedestal of somewhat unusual respect. Although not often, there was a time when I would watch a few minutes or maybe even an hour of the Oscars. I don't do that too much nowadays. And let's face it, it appears to be interesting to watch who would win the coveted Oscar, especially for best actor and best actress. Some people even root for who they think should receive this coveted recognition. You know, yeah, I want John Wayne. Yeah, I want Tom Cruise. I want this person. We can go on and on and on. Huh? There may be even some average everyday people who may even put actors and actresses on a pedestal of almost reverence as if notoriety translates into wisdom or someone demanding of respect and special admiration. Boy, don't we need to be careful with that. Hmm? Take a look at Keeping Up with the Cardassians. Of course, you know where this is going eventually, right? You know where I'm leading this into, but we're not gonna get there right now. I'm just gonna sort of walk us through it. Well, people can take in the Oscar award, Oscars awards nights to avert our gaze from the reality of, well, the not so good things and events happening around the world. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm into it. I watch movies myself. At least for a time, we can push out of our minds worries about inflation, wars, childcare costs, high fuel prices, homelessness, famine, a burgeoning healthcare costs, and even to the point where some people are even rationing life-saving insulin. That's really sad. And other unpleasant realities. Why not go on and lose ourselves into seeing what's happening in the entertainment industry? Finally, the moment everybody's been waiting for, you know, the announcement of the Oscar for Best Actress and Actor goes to yada, yada, yada. Most of the time, viewers the world over, yeah, they probably have an idea of who's going to be the lucky winner anyway because of the pre-Oscar night buzz that's been going on for weeks, in some cases for months. Oh, my goodness, it's interesting. And of course, we have Oscar night hosts and co-hosts and presenters trying to keep everyone entertained out in La La Land, not the movie, but in the studio, in the actual hall itself where the Oscars are being held and out here, viewers. In the case of the near the end of the year's Oscar night, which was, I think, March 29th, the world was treated to a surprise unlike anything that has occurred in modern history of Oscar night. Comedian Chris Rock was preparing to announce the winners for best documentary. He cracked a joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. The joke was about her closely shaven head with a reference to Demi Moore's 1997 movie titled G.I. Jane. This is the movie in which Demi Moore's character purposely cut her hair to baldness. Yes, the video shows Will Smith initially chuckling, chuckling at the joke, but Jada wasn't having any of that and did the eye roll thing in which uh, disapproval of the joke popped up. Yeah, yeah, popped up. And you you know the rest, right? Will Smith storms on stage and sucker slapped Chris Rock. It's such force that Chris Rock was rocked, forgive the pun, sideways. 
I think we'd say that was probably the slap that was seen and heard around the world. The, the news media was and is already high on 24-7 coverage of the sad and horrendous war in Ukraine and had already left the rest of the world dispossessed and, my goodness, equally deserving refugees and turn a displaced person behind in view of this new drug of morbid curiosity and genuine concern combined with what's happening in Ukraine. Now, in addition to Ukraine, we now have the unexpectedly sad event of a respected actor, Will Smith, assaulting a popular comedian, Chris Rock, on live television that's broadcast the world over. After the assault, and by the way, let's call it what it is, the assault, Smith returns to his seat, still shouting obscenities. While Rock is left on stage, fully shocked, stunned. J.D. Pinkett Smith appears to be satisfied with what just took place. 30 or so minutes later, Will Smith is announced as the best actor and receives his Oscar. He makes a tearful apology to everyone but left out Chris Rock. Smith gets a standing ovation from the attendees in the hall and then attends the usual after-party events, I guess, where that's where everybody continues to stroke each other's egos. Chris Rock, on the other hand, is not heard of or seen for the rest of the evening. Although none of us were there, I wasn't there, maybe you were there, I don't know, it's likely Rock receives some level of consoling and support from people backstage, but we'll never know exactly what happened. Next up, the obligatory apology from Will Smith the next day, I believe it was on Instagram. That follows that up with the resignation of his membership from the Academy a couple of days later, and with a more impassioned apology to Chris Rock and his family and many others. Now, we have the case of people taking sides, right? Now, people are taking the sides, Got to figure out who's on what side. Are you on the Rock side or on the Smith side? Those who unequivocally condemn Will Smith's actions and support Chris Rock. And then you have those who say Chris Rock was out of line and Will Smith was correct in protecting his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, by basically slapping this guy, sucker slapping this guy. For those of you who have ventured into the various coverage of this incident, what's your take? What do you think? And I know you've discussed it with friends, family, co-workers, because it's an interesting event. Are you into the whole male chivalry is not dead thing or into this could have been handled in a more mature way? But ask yourself, in what physical or mortal danger was Jada Pickett Smith in? What was so egregious that one subordinates maturity, dignity, self-awareness, and even responsibility as a thoughtful person to assault someone over a not so good insensitive attempt at humor? There are those who may even believe Will Smith is, is or was a role model for aspiring actresses. Why? Because he's famous and especially for young black men and boys. Not because society requires that of black entertainers to be saints in any and all instances. Of course not. We're human beings, right? But because through the years from Will Smith's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air sitcom days to the pre-Oscar night incident, he was careful to cultivate the image of being a thoughtful person and human being who just happens to be black. So for those who have no, well, basically view Will Smith's abhorrent behavior as something innately or inherently what black people do, you're wrong. That's the totally incorrect tree to climb for perspective. We can talk about that on a different podcast, but that's wrong. Don't go there. It's not worthy of you or worthy of anybody to assume that because this happened, this is what black people do. Now, that doesn't take the fact that Will Smith was wrong for assaulting and for doing what he did, full stop. Whatever price Smith will pay, whatever that means, remains to be seen, but will not matter much in the scheme of life. Now, for spouses and significant others in similar circumstances in which your male partner wants to express his manliness in situations where there is no physical threat or harm to you or even to him, please pull them back from the precipice of committing violence 
and appeal to their reasonable nature if it still exists. As Mike Ma, he's one of my frequent co-hosts, he mentioned to me a couple of days, he said, uh, you know, Stu, Will Smith's actions and Chris Rock's jokes really don't matter in the greater scheme. Mike's concern, he said, was to teach his three sons to be thoughtful human beings, including especially respectful of those in the LGBT community and of women and girls. Mike and probably so many others, although shocked by Will Smith's behavior, definitely unexpected. Well, that's not going to determine Mike's take on life and how he raises his son. Because like he told me, I never put any actors on some kind of a pedal pedestal. I like their, uh, their movies. I like the stories that they do, but they're just human beings with all the grace or the foibles that all the rest of us have. So don't let it determine what's right and wrong in your life or mine or anybody else's. And risk this the urge to hold them up on some high pedestal of unrealistic and probably inappropriate adulation and expectations. For those who are worried about Will Smith and Chris Rock, it might be better to fret about other issues. But, but even then, there are still a couple of things for certain. Will Smith will not be remembered for receiving the Oscar for the, this movie. Oh, far, far from it. He will be remembered for being the first person in Oscar history to assault a presenter during a live televised Oscar event and epitomizes toxic masculinity, masculinity masquerading as love and protecting a significant other. Chris Rock will not necessarily be remembered for the off-color joke or doing the presentation for a documentary. Unfortunately, though it will be, he will be remembered for getting literally sucker slapped on live television for all the world to see. Yes, that's the slap that was heard and seen around the world. Unfortunately, there's a serious resurgence of being sort of physically domineering, tough, and somewhat uncaring in the world, even in America. For those who are worried about Will Smith and Chris Rock, it might be better to fret over other issues. Still, there are a couple of things for certain though. Will Smith, he's not going to be remembered for the Oscar or that movie that was the vehicle for him to even get to that point. He will be remembered for being the first person in Oscar history to assault a presenter during a live televised Oscar event. And also epitomizing what toxic masculinity masquerading as love and protecting significant other. Chris Rock will not necessarily be remembered for the off-color joke. And maybe he will. Unfortunately, though, it was. But he will be remembered for getting slapped, literally sucker slapped on live television for all the world to see. Yeah, that's a slap that was seen and heard around the world. Unfortunately, there's a serious resurgence of being physically domineering, tough and somewhat uncaring in the world over. Maybe it's always been there, who knows, but it's certainly resurging here in this country. There's a certain demographic of our society that actually glorifies refraining from a natural state of being thoughtful, looking out for the underdog and rejecting violent and unruly behavior. And many are actually in favor of a sort of a, well, hey, don't be your brother's keeper. Uh, let's not do that. And anyone that appears to be weak, well, you just put them down anyway. And violence is a growing pandemic. It's always been around, of course, millennia. I mean, thousands of years. That's what we do. Uh, the animals do it out in nature and human beings. Unfortunately, it's around. And it's been around forever. And it appears humans remain drunk on emotional and destructive arc of this part of our human nature. Sad. Fortunately, as with most of these kinds of bizarre and unexpected incidents, incidences that happen at the Oscars night, this too shall pass in favor of, guess what, the next bizarre and unexpected event. Hey, you got to keep those news media outlets 
you know, uh, piping and running and steaming full ahead, right? So don't fret any over the, the Smith Rock situation. There are more pressing issues. Did you know that this week we saw two more school shooting incidences in which a well, one 12-year-old student died in uh, Greenville uh, County, shot at Greenville County School in South Carolina. And another 12-year-old was shot at Yerba Buena High School shooting uh, in San Jose, California. And even the way I'm saying it, right? Sounds like, ah, oh, it's just another school shooting. I assure you in my heart, it's nothing other than just being totally sad. Yet, these events, these two shootings, they're almost a weekly occurrence of kids killing kids but it barely gets mentioned as a headline. Frankly, it is not a headline. Maybe in the local newspapers it's a headline. Nationally, it's just another event that happens. You may have to look it up. Yet many are fretting over this Oscar flap. Yes, the world will move on from this interesting but insignificant event, this whole Will Smith, etc. You know the sad part? The world is just going to move on from kids killing kids in school and so many other issues. Yep. We'll move on to the next interesting but insignificant kind of human uh, relations cat catastrophe or violence in America. And the world is normal and often only worthy of frontline news if something is just warped enough to warrant pulling at the heartstrings. That's why we see so much 24-7 with the Ukraine situation. Keeps us coming back for more morbid curiosity. So yeah, we can move on from the Smith-Rock situation and let's get back to other things that really do matter. If you found this episode interesting, please consider sharing it with colleagues, friends, and family. And take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As always, you can listen and subscribe to It's Not All Bad wherever you download your podcasts.